Hello, I'm Clarissa from dreambookproject.com. I'm the official podcast host of Freedom Summit Global. We are getting to know the wonderful international and local speakers for Freedom Summit Global. These speakers are gathering to show us how to live a life of total freedom where we are not shackled by time, money, or location. Right now, we are featuring a very special guest. He is in his 10th year of traveling the world with his family, and he has been to over 40 countries. He's the founder of the Family Adventure Summit, and he also founded Music Teachers Helper and Peers on Earth. A successful for our work with entrepreneur, he has been featured on Tim Ferriss for our Workweek blog, and he has also been featured in Chris Gillibo's New York Times bestselling book, The $100 Startup. I introduce to you, Brandon Pierce. <laughs> Thank you, Marion. Good to be here. All right. Did I pronounce it correctly? You did. That was perfect. All right. <laughs> okay. Did um, I pronounce your name correctly? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Um, let me digress a bit before we dive into the seven questions because I'm really curious. You are living the four-hour work week life, literally? I'm actually, well, it depends on which business you're talking about. Uh, okay. the, the initial business I created, I, I've been living a four-hour work week on that business for the past probably seven years, literally, okay. uh, except for the last year, it's been more like a one-hour work week. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, I hired a CEO now to kind of help just, yeah. just to run the, the operations of it a little bit more fully. So That's amazing. That's, and that, that business like is... the dream. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was my dream, uh, and that business yeah. has been fun, the sole source of funding our travels as a family over the past 10 years. Yeah. So now my time, in addition to the very little that I spend on this business, uh, is now fueled into these other passion projects. So I'm working a lot more now, but it's on stuff that I'm absolutely loving yeah. and feel a real call to, to serve. Uh, but it's still not an eight to five. Oh, no, no, no. Not, no. No. I, no. <laughs> Yeah. The, well, these next two weeks will be because we're here running a retreat in Bali. So I'm going to be full yeah. on. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. People. But yeah. But then I'll, we'll take two weeks at the end of March and we'll go to Laos and we'll be working even less. So <laughs> it's just uh, on and off. We plan plan our trips around our, our events. And yes, yes. Is this how you know Ricky Shetty? Because of the travels? Yeah, we've only so far only met uh, digitally. But we've had we've had a few talks online, and uh, yeah, we're both both family travelers. So I look forward to meeting him in person. I'm glad he's coming coming down to Bali. I haven't met him in person. No, I haven't met him in person. Ah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I'm curious about is well, the book you were featured on is the hundred dollar startup. Mm -hmm. What was that all about? I mean. Did you start up a company made from $100? Yeah. Well, the premise of the book is basically that you can become an entrepreneur. You can create a lifestyle business without a lot of money to start up. Yeah. And that is what happened with me. The, my initial business I created is called Music Teacher's Helper. And uh, I, I did know uh, a little bit of programming. I've been programming since I was a kid. Uh, and I also taught piano lessons. That was kind of a side uh, business that I did. 
And I decided that I wanted to make a little program to help me keep track of my piano students better, just to keep track of the billing and the scheduling and yeah. the things that were less efficient in my own studio. And then I realized that this would be beneficial for other teachers as well. And I started spreading the word saying, hey, what do you think if I, if I turn this into a business? And they're like, this is a cool program. I'd love to use it. And so I, I made it into a business, launched it. Uh, four grueling years of hard work later, it was finally making enough money for me to quit my job. Yeah. And yeah, 50, it's, I've, I've had the business for over 15 years now. And I see. Uh, so I started it with basically zero. I started with zero capital. I didn't invest any, any money of it my own money. It wasn't even a $100 stop it It was zero. It was a zero dollar startup. Yeah, it was uh, sweat equity. Yeah. Sweat equity, yeah. Because a lot of people have the mindset that um, you have to have a lot of money in order to grow the money. Yeah, yeah. apparently. It's not so. It's true. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Let's dive into the questions that I sent you. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, well, the summit is all about freedom. So what does freedom mean to you personally? Yeah. Freedom means a lot of different things to me. I, I think there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. Of course, there's the physical freedom that uh, we often talk about it, things like the Freedom Summit, where it's, I want to be location independent or I want to be yeah. uh, financially independent, free from having to, uh, you know, to work a nine to five in an office or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, as I have been over the past 10 years traveling and working very little on my businesses and really doing what I've been most passionate about, I've realized that uh, true freedom in the way that I, I want to experience it and I have experienced it here and there, and still working to experience it, is actually more of an inner game than an outer game. Uh, my external circumstances, I mean, I've, I've been in situations where I'm living in, in fact, I'm right now living in a beautiful villa in Bali, fully staffed with a private cook and a housekeeper and a driver and everything. And it's fantastic, but you know what? I still have bad days. And there are still, uh, still moments where I get irritated and frustrated at things and, and I, I start to react. And I realize that if that's happening to me, I mean, am I really free? Am I really free? Uh, so for me, it's, it's more about becoming more mindful, more aware, and being more conscious and intentional in the decisions that I make in my life. And um, regardless of my financial situation, regardless of my external circumstances in life, the way that uh, I want to experience freedom is more internal. So for me, that's how I would explain freedom. <laughs> So you experience freedom internally, regardless of external circumstances. Well, that's the ideal, you know, that, that's what I strive for. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I have some amazing external circumstances in my life, but mm -hmm. I find if my mind and my heart aren't in a place where I am grateful for that, mm -hmm. where I'm really appreciative of wherever I'm at, and it's been that way all along the journey, even when I was living in a tiny apartment earning minimum wage, working in a call center mm -hmm. uh, back in the States, um, I have to focus on what, what is wonderful in my life right now. I've got a wife and a beautiful daughter. I have three daughters now. Yeah. You know, I'm living in a, a home. I have food to eat. There's beautiful nature around me. You know, those types of things where you can put myself in that state of gratitude and presence. Yeah. That's, that's freedom in my opinion. Wow. So it's all about um, being grateful and intentional. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Um, since you're living this freedom now, um, a lot of people would consider that 
um, the measure of success. So what strategies um, did you apply to become successful? Yeah. Well, um, again, it depends on how you define success. But for me, initially, my goal was to create this, to launch this music teacher helper business because I wanted to make sure my family was provided for no matter what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of people losing their jobs. Um, and I, I realized that it's, there's not really such a thing as job security when you work for somebody else. And I wanted to have a, uh, an income source with, that I had more control over. I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> I knew nothing about business. I knew nothing about marketing or graphics design or sales or uh, customer support. Well, I knew customer support because I'd worked in a call center. Uh, but basically, I had to figure most of the things out. So for me, it was, I think the, uh, the, the main things that helped were, I guess, the organization that I had into it. For, first of all, and I guess, yeah, I'll just say, if you're looking for tools for like tips and strategies, that type of a thing, I would say things that have been most helpful for me are my morning routine. So I get up in the morning, oh. I, I journal about um, my thoughts and my feelings. I write what I'm grateful for, what, how I want to feel during the day look at my schedule, what I want to do during the day. I plan time to read. I plan time to rejuvenate and take care of myself and my body so that I have energy to sustain myself throughout the week. Um, I exercise, of course. And so just those types of, of routines that the other thing is very important for me is creating a vision. So I, I looked at where I wanted to go, clarified that in my mind, and then looked at what steps I would need to take there and, and persevered. And it was not easy to persevere through that. There were very many, very, very hard times that um, I had to keep committing myself to the, to the, to the vision, to the why yeah. why I was doing that. And that's what pulled me through. Mm. You mentioned three things, the morning routine, which included journaling and exercising. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned second, creating the vision and third, um, a sort of battle plan on how to achieve the vision. Yeah, you know, that's, those are all things. I mean, I do so, so many things. Another thing that I, that I just came to mind that has been yeah. really helpful is tracking my time. Yeah. So I have a time log where I track what I do every minute of every day so yeah. that I can look back and say, how much time did I spend sleeping <laughs> this week? Yeah. How much time did I spend with my wife? How much time did I spend with my kids? How much time did I spend... Uh, working on this or that project and this or that task. And I have a spreadsheet I put together uh, to help me track that. I used to use other software, but I found the spreadsheet to work well. So you know what? I used this, to do this... that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I was wondering how much time I put it in. What I was wondering, where am I, where is my time going? Yeah. That's why I started that. Yeah, it's the same reason I started it. I mean, I, I, I was getting to, like I said, the four-hour work week. And I realized, well, so this is great. I have all this free time, but what am I doing with it? You know, how am I making it actually meaningful and, and useful? So I, um, I found this practice to be so helpful at bringing more awareness to me about how I am spending my time. And I, as I look over my week, I'm like, wow, I only spent this much time doing that. I wanted, I, that's more important to me than, than this yeah. spreadsheet is indicating. So now that indicates me I need to make a change. So it became a way to do that. And also the other thing it helps with is, throughout the day as I'm writing what I'm doing, it brings me back to, is this really, like if I, if I have to write 
I just spent the last hour looking at stupid Facebook ads or whatever, you know, then it's like, you know, a wake up call to me to switch gears. Ah. Um, you are living the digital nomad lifestyle right now, right? Because you're traveling with your family. Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for someone who wants to live the digital nomad lifestyle? Um, first, I would invite you to ask yourself why you want to live the digital nomad lifestyle. Um, really be clear on that. Like, what is it you want to get out of it? Is it a certain emotion you feel like, you know, you're wanting to bring about? Is it, uh, wh whatever that means to you, if you can really hone in on that why, I think the how of, of doing it really works itself out. And it's going to be different for everybody. I mean, everyone's got a different path. Everyone has different dreams, different uh, things they're wanting to do. But I would say for someone, because I, I think there's a lot of people too who have a dream of digital nomad lifestyle. And it does mean different things to different people. For some, it could mean traveling to a new country every week all around the world. To some, it could mean just living in one country for a year as you soak in the culture, experience it. What, so why do you want it? And then define more clearly what that actually means to you. And I think with those two, I mean, those are the first two things that I, I would suggest. And with that, uh, it, it, can, it can flow from there. Okay. So you s suggest that they start with their why. Yeah. 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 Got to be clear on it. Because otherwise you might end up, you know, becoming a digital nomad and realizing, wow, this isn't exactly what I wanted. Or you, which is fine, because then you shift gears and you learn. Or it, if your why is not strong enough, usually what happens is you lose momentum and especially if it, things get hard along the way as you're trying to become a digital nomad and you just lose steam and you don't ever end up achieving it. So you gotta have a, a strong and clear why. Um, the next question, for some reason, the people I interviewed had difficulty with this question. Uh -huh. It's supposed to be a fun question, but they had difficulty picking their most favorite. So. What's your favorite travel story? Um, as you mentioned, I've been to over 40 countries over the yeah. past 10 years. So you would think I'd have a lot of travel stories. Yeah. Um, but you know what? That is typically a hard question for me too, honestly, it because it's so many things just blur together. Um, so I, w I would say maybe not, uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a lot to get to the favorite, but I would say a recent experience, a recent yeah. story that, I really enjoyed is our family went to India last December mm -hmm. uh, for the first time. And part in part of our time there, we stayed in Munar, which is in the South Indian in Kerala. And we stayed with an Indian family in kind of a, they had a guest house situation mm -hmm. there. We were in upstairs and they were downstairs in their house. And uh, I was just so touched by the sweetness and the generosity of this family. They, we're probably wealthy by Indian standards, but the house was, was honestly, I mean, very modest, you know, compared to, you know, any, any house in, in the U.S. practically. And, um, you know, but yet they just connected. They, it, I felt like we were part of the family. They invited us to uh, an Indian wedding. They invited us to meet their friends. They made all of our meals for us throughout the day. Uh, invited us, like showed us where, where to go to excursions and actually accompanied us and went with us on the excursions to different places around and, and, um, and 
like, for example, he, he took me to meet his friend once and I, I found out he was a tailor. And I'm like, oh, that's a great shirt. I like that. He's like, you like it? I'll have a Mickey one. And the next day, and then he just sized me up right there. And the next day he, he gave me the shirt. He says, this is a gift. You know, I don't want you to pay for it. Just a gift. Oh. And I just, just stuff like that over and over and over again. Like every day he was, he was just giving, giving, giving of himself, his time, his energy, his money of his family and just bringing me in to the family, bringing all of us in. And it just inspired me to want to be more like that and to want to be more generous in how I give uh, to people wow, in my life. Wow, you're super nice people. Yeah, they were really, really yeah. nice. Yeah. He went the extra mile to make you feel part of the family. Absolutely, yeah. He even taught us uh, yoga and meditation every morning. <laughs> just invited us into his morning practice and um, family singing things he was doing. Just, I, I could go on and on, but it was uh, an incredible uh, week with him. Ah, okay. Um, the next question is um, dear to me because I'm in the business of helping people achieve their dreams in my own way. Mm. Um, so what's your advice for someone, for him or her, to make his or her dreams come true? Mm. Well, that is a general, very general question. Um, but it? I think the answer that I would give, the first step you have to believe believe that you actually can achieve your dreams. I think that's what gets in the way of a lot of people is they, they have a lingering doubt. Even if they may say, I believe, I believe I can do it. But inside there's kind of this little thing like, I don't really know if I can and I'm kind of you know, <laughs> afraid of this or that or I don't want to admit it or you hide it. So I think really fully embodying a belief that it is possible and that you can do it. And the second thing that would really help with that too is surrounding yourself with other people who are already living your dream. So this would be, for example, a good reason if you want to be a digital nomad to come to the Freedom Summit, right? You can be surround yourself by other digital nomads and people who are doing it because that helps you see, wow, okay, if they can do it and they were in my situation before and then yeah, maybe I can, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And every, the more people you meet, the more experience you have with that, the easier it becomes to believe that you can do it. And also you can learn the strategies and learn everything from the other people. And uh, I mean, same thing if you want to travel with your family long term, you know, you can come to Family Adventure Summit and surround yourself with uh, families who are, who are traveling the world long term. So yes. uh, it's just belief, believe you can do it. And to help with that, surround yourself with other people who are doing it and receive their encouragement and support. Got it. Those two. Yep. All right. Um, the next question is, sounds like a pretty big one. <laughs> mm -hmm. What is your vision for the future? Um, I, of course, don't have a crystal ball and I don't know, uh, as far as the future of humanity goes, I, I don't even feel like I could make a prediction there. Um, but I, I would say my vision for my own life, my own family, yes. uh, would be to continue, uh, running the events we're running, Family Adventure Summit, Family Adventure Academy, which is a, a three-day event for parents in, in the States, um, and then our at-home-in-the-world retreats, which we're about to start now. Um, because these events for me are a way for me to give back and to serve and, and share something that I feel like it, it's just a creative expression of who I am. You know, it's, it's, a, it's who I've become and, and the way that I can give. And so for me, it's, it feels so fulfilling to be a part of these and to connect with others who are on this journey and to see them grow. So I feel like, yeah, it's... I, and I receive so much support from it as well and, and encouragement. Um, so I will keep running these, these events 
And uh, I don't know, maybe five, 10, 20, 30 years, I'll be doing something different. I don't know, but um, it's hard for me to plan too far in advance because the main thing for me is like the, the meaning that I, I experience it continues to shift throughout my life. But uh, for me, it's just about following my heart, staying in tune to, to my intuition and what, where, what I feel driven to do and what I feel called to do and uh, finding ways to, yeah, to go deeper in service, deeper in joy. And I'll, I'll just keep doing that until, until I'm gone. <laughs> it's like you're already living the vision. You just want to continue living it. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And the thing is, I feel like it can be that way for anybody every step of the way. Um, cause even before we started traveling, you know, I have a vision. If I'm working toward my vision like that, I'm in it. I'm living the dream already. It's like, I'm doing it. You know, it's just having to put yourself in that mental space where you can appreciate the journey. And so for me, otherwise, otherwise you run into the problem that I also have, have had where I achieve my dreams and I'm like, okay, well that was great. Now what, you know, what's next, what's next. And I'm always looking ahead to the future and not really taking time to actually enjoy and appreciate uh, where I'm at right now. And uh, it defeats, it, it takes away from the joy if you do that. You know, it's, it's uh, I think for me, it's the joy is in the journey, not in the destination. Mm. Wonderful as the destinations are. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, where can people find you online? There's one I mentioned earlier. It's pierceonearth.com. Mm -hmm. And where else? So yeah, PierceOnEarth.com is kind of our family travel blog. So we've been writing on there for 10 years and it also has links to our other projects, but the, the other places you can find me are FamilyAdventureSummit.com. This is our event we hold every year in a different part of the world for 400 people. Uh, families come all over to celebrate uh, intentionally living, long-term travel, location independence, alternative education, entrepreneurship, the whole lot. Um, this year we're going to do it in Bali in Ubud on October 2nd through the 6th. Um, another place you can find me is Family Adventure Academy. This is the three-day event that uh, I mentioned that's for parents who aren't quite ready to maybe to travel with their families internationally, but want to get some education and support and help to be able to do that. So this is a three-day bootcamp style event in Seattle this year, August 16th to 18th. You can also find me at athomeintheworldretreat.com. And these are our two-week um, more intimate, just five, 10 families where we, we spend two weeks together going really deep into uh, a lot of the, the same things, but really it's about how to connect more deeply as a family. Because one of the things that travel, one of the things that got us wanting to travel as a family and that we've had the biggest benefit of from it is really the deeper connections we've been able to forge. Back when our lives were more hectic and we were just surrounded by a culture of consumerism and constantly going to, you know, being pulled in many directions, it feels so good to have so much time to just spend together as a family and really connect. So um, that is one of the, one of the things, the main, main focus, I guess you would say, of our retreats. And we're doing one in Bali this week, <laughs> and then we'll be doing one again in Transylvania, Romania, this summer from July 1st through 14th. Nice. Those are probably the main places you can find me. I also have a, a Dream Achievement Blueprint uh, program, dreamachievementblueprint.com. If you're interested in a, a really... Uh, intricate breakdown of all the tools, practices, uh, and things that I have used and continue to use to achieve my biggest dreams in life. Um, that's an online course that you can get at dreamachievementblueprint.com. Wow, I'm going to tell you later about the the project I'm in. 
because it's kind of related. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So let's invite them to Freedom Summit Global. Let's do it. All right. So achieve time freedom, financial freedom, and location freedom. Come to Freedom Summit Global. And you want to invite them, Brandon? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be at Freedom Summit Global. I'm, I'm going to be uh, at the Bali, uh, speaking at the Bali uh, Summit. And uh, I, I'm just so excited to meet everyone. I love these types of events because there's so much good energy there and so much great intention. So uh, again, if you want to come and be inspired and um, surround yourself you know, by people who are living their dreams, uh, that is, I highly recommend checking it out. Yes. And on a final note, we invite you to like Freedom Summit Global and Freedom Summit Asia on Facebook. Right. Wonderful. Yes. Thank you, Brandon. That answer interview. Thank you so much, Marion. Bye. Bye.